Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready, ready for him to come into the clouds and catch us up and take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee in the Promised Land, Israel, and we have such a special program today as we're beginning the Watch Therefore message, the full message, a teaching series that I use with pastors in Africa. So intermittently, I'm going to be teaching over the next few months, Lord willing, through this teaching series, the Watch Therefore message, Covenant and Bible Prophecy. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. I'm so excited to start this teaching series that I use with the pastors in Africa. Many of you watch the program uh, frequently know that I, I do pastors conferences right now if we're focusing on the African country of Rwanda and it's exploding in the churches through the pastors across that country. So I'm just going to start today where I start with the pastors and I'm going to go through as much as I can per program and intermittently pop this teaching series in over the next few months. Let's start with a word of prayer. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you. Thank you for showing us who you are and what you're doing in this hour through your promises and your prophetic word. Bless all the viewers today, Father, Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And, and so uh, the reason that I teach so urgently these days on covenant and prophecy is the Lord's covenants are his promises to his people. And Bible prophecy and the events that we're seeing unfold right in front of us of Bible prophecy, that's the way he is determined to keep those covenant promises. Nothing can stop him from doing so. And, and so many today, even big pastors and big churches and big ministries, they don't understand covenant prophecy because down through the years, we have been handed, down through the centuries, we've been handed a Christianity that has uh, been depleted of much of these things. And, and that it happened at a very specific time or it began at a very specific time, which I'll go over at some point in the series. And, and, and so these things the Lord is restoring to us now uh, because we are in the times where these events are unfolding right in front of us. Okay, so I'm going to start with covenant. And there are many covenants in, that begin in the Hebrew Scriptures and that are fulfilled in Messiah Jesus. He fulfills them all through the New Covenant. I'm going to start with the Abraham Covenant. And, and so uh, we start in Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. Now the Lord had said to Abram, 
Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now, some of you who've watched the program know that I have been teaching through my book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant, and have covered some of this as well in those teachings. But it's important to start here. And you could hear this a hundred times and it wouldn't be enough because it's so important to understand how these covenants are being fulfilled in Bible prophecy today. Anyhow, the first, the first promise of the seven in this covenant is a great covenant nation, a great covenant nation. And in the midst of these seven promises, the Lord says he will bless those who bless Abraham. I'm going to call him Abraham because later the Lord changes Abram's name to Abraham. The Lord promises to bless those who bless Abraham and curse those who curse him. Interestingly, the word curse that is used pertaining to those who would curse Abraham, that word is translated in other places in the Hebrew scriptures as esteemed lightly. I will curse those who esteem you lightly could be another accurate way to say this. And then the seventh promise. Oh, this seventh promise is so powerful. It is really explained well in Galatians, the book of Galatians chapter 3. Now, uh, this promise in you, Abraham, or through you, all the families or nations of the world will be blessed. This affects you right where you're sitting today. Galatians chapter 3, verses 6 through Nine, just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness, therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand saying, in you all the nations shall be blessed. So Abraham believed the gospel of Jesus Christ and he's our spiritual earthly father, which you may have heard me say on previous episodes of this program. Yeah, and so if you believed in our Savior Jesus, you're a son of Abraham. And our Messiah Jesus speaks of healing a precious lady uh, in Israel. And he says, she's a daughter of Abraham. So, as a disciple of Messiah Jesus, you're a son or daughter of Abraham, according to these verses. And it says here in verse 9, that those who are of faith, faith in Messiah Jesus, are blessed with believing Abraham. Abraham believed in the Lord and was saved by grace through faith, just like us. Hallelujah. We who believe in Messiah Jesus, because Abraham was looking forward to the one who would keep those seven promises as we look back to the cross, the death, burial, and resurrection of our sinless Savior, Jesus Christ, Messiah Yeshua. Hallelujah and hallelujah. So be encouraged. You're blessed today. You're blessed. And with all the things that are coming against us today, especially as disciples of Jesus, oh, believe and embrace, I'm blessed with the spiritual, earthly spiritual father of my faith, Abraham. Amen. And, and we see the covenant confirmed in blood in Genesis chapter 15. Look at verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. And then verse 5 then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars if you're able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants mean. 
oh hallelujah, this is so good for you right where you sit. We saw in Galatians chapter 3 that we are sons and daughters of Father Abraham, where he's our, the father of our faith. And we are some of these stars in the heavens, if you will. What do you mean? We are some of these descendants that the Lord promised Abraham. What does this mean? This means if the Lord is Abraham's shield and great reward, oh, hallelujah, he's also our shield and great reward. Oh, by faith, embrace the reality that the Lord our God, our Heavenly Father, our Lord Jesus, if you've believed in Him, you've been born again, you're a son of Abraham, and, and the glorious helper, the comfort, the comforter, the Holy Spirit is our shield and great reward, even especially in these troubled times. Oh, hallelujah, this is good news that makes me want to watch therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from Him one day very soon, well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan and myself, we co-founded the ministries we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations newsletter by post or by email. Uh, we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. 
This episode of Watch Therefore is another urgent reminder of the flashing red signs our Savior warned this generation of that will see the rapture, then the worst trouble this world has ever seen during the seven-year tribulation, and the glorious second coming of our Savior Jesus to Jerusalem, the four birth pangs, Israel and Bible prophecy, which is the fig tree generation that our Savior said would not pass away until all these things come to pass. The days of Noah and Lot are increasingly and unmistakably proclaiming how important it is to know and understand the Bible prophecy scenarios that are ahead in this generation. I wrote my book, Watch Therefore, and Be Ready, because our Savior said, Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. My book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, will help you to watch therefore and be ready. The Lord calls His people to victory, and my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, teaches us very specific and guaranteed steps to live victoriously in this unique moment of time just before our Lord's imminent return for His people. With a tax-deductible gift of any amount, we will mail your copy of Watch Therefore and Be Ready. And of course, your gift will help us to keep Watch Therefore on the air until we're taken up in the rapture. Remember, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. Where we left off, we saw that the Lord is Abraham's shield and great reward. And since we are sons and daughters of Abraham through Messiah Jesus, we saw in Galatians chapter 3, the Lord is also our shield and great reward. Now we pick up in verse 6, Genesis 15, and we see the blood of the Abraham covenant. The animal sacrifices that point to the blood of Messiah Jesus that was spilled for our sin. The innocent died for the guilty. Messiah Jesus shed his innocent blood down the cross to pay for our sins. He was buried in Hallelujah on the third day. He rose from the grave. I'll share more about that later. But first, we pick up in verse 6 where Abraham is made righteous, which we also saw in Galatians chapter 3. Abraham believed in the gospel of Messiah Jesus. And he believed in the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Then he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to inherit it. And he said, Lord God, how shall I know that I will inherit it? So he said to him, bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. Then he brought all these to him and cut them in two down the middle and placed each piece opposite the other, but he did not cut the birds in two. And when the vultures came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. Now when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram. And behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. Then he said to Abram, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, and will serve them, and they will afflict them four hundred years. And also the nation whom they serve I will judge. Afterward they shall come out with great possessions. Now as for you, you shall go to your fathers in peace. You shall be buried at a good old age, but in the fourth generation they shall return here, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. And it came to pass, when the sun went down and it was dark, that behold, there appeared a smoking oven and a burning torch that passed between those pieces. On the same day, the Lord 
made a covenant with Abraham. Abram saying to your descendants, I've given this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates, the Kenites, the Kenizzites, the Cabanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Rephaim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. So let me explain this. In ancient times, when men would make agreements and covenants, they would do so by walking through cut animals and their blood. And they would point to one another and make those agreements and promises. And they would say things like this. If either one of us breaks the terms of this covenant, may what has happened to these animals happen to me. Breaking a blood covenant could be punishable by death. And, and, and Abraham, just like we all, has this sin problem. We can't keep promises to God perfectly. And the Lord, not wanting to kill his friend Abraham, put him to sleep. And the Lord sent a smoking oven and fiery torch to represent himself walking through the blood alone. What does this mean? The Lord himself would keep the seven promises of the Abraham covenant. And you may say, well, this sounds kind of strange. All the, you know, cut animals and blood. Yes, this is an ancient book. And these are ancient promises. And they did things differently than, than most do today. But the Lord is... Um, not kind of forgotten or nothing has changed with the Lord. He is the Lord and He changes not. And these promises that He made, He's keeping those promises and the events that we're seeing in Bible prophecy right now that are leaping off the pages of the Bible are because of these promises. It's so important to know them. Yes, and so we see in 9 through 18, verses 9 through 18, the Lord walks through the blood alone, obligating himself to keep the seven promises of the Abraham covenant. We saw in verses 13 and 16 that 400 years is four generations, which would make one generation 100 years in the context of the covenant people being outside of the land and being brought back to their land. And that's going to be important later on in this teaching series. In verses 18 through 21, we see the final boundaries of the great covenant nation. Now, here's some questions that I ask pastors when I do this pastor's conference in Africa. Uh, Abraham would grow old and die, and the seven covenant promises would pass to his descendants. Now, did the covenant promises pass to Ishmael or Isaac? And the pastors always answer rightly, Isaac. And, and then when Isaac would grow old and die, would the covenant promises pass to Esau or Jacob? And they always respond right again, Jacob. And then the Lord changed Jacob's name to, to Israel. Amen. The Lord changed Jacob's name to Israel. So we see that Israel is the great covenant nation. And so as we continue to understand the economy of the Lord and his covenants and Bible prophecy, we understand now that the Lord has made the, the Abraham covenant. And you'll see he makes all of his covenant covenants from Abraham onward, the Moses covenant, the David covenant and the new covenant with Israel. Now, if you have a problem, and some do, by, saying, by hearing that the Lord made the new covenant with Israel, just go to your Bible in Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 31 through 33, where the Lord says He would make a new covenant with the house of Israel. And so the way that seventh promise, in you, Abraham, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, the way that's fulfilled is through the covenants. The Gentiles would believe in the God of Israel and follow Him through the covenants the Lord made as time went on. For example, the Moses covenant. Those in the nations who would believe in the God of Israel would come to him through the Moses covenant. And of course, this is all fulfilled 
in the predominantly Gentile church regarding the seventh promise as the, the nations are grafted in to the covenant promises the Lord's made with Israel through Messiah Jesus. Faith in Him as we've seen like in Galatians chapter 3 at the beginning of the program. And um, some would have a problem with that. They, they say that God is finished with Israel. Now the church is real. Israel, that is, that's absolute bunk and foolishness and against the ways of the Lord and the plans of the Lord and the word of the Lord. And uh, you can see in Ephesians chapter 2 where the Gentiles are brought in through the church, faith in Messiah Jesus, into the commonwealth of Israel uh, through the new covenant. And then in Romans chapter 11, we see that the, those in the nations who have believed in Messiah Jesus have been grafted into the promises of Israel by faith in Messiah Jesus. You see it in Romans 11 as well. And so today we've briefly looked at the Abraham covenant. And folks, again, know this. The things that you're seeing all around you, the events that are taking place all around you that, that are clearly signs of the coming of the Lord. These things are perfectly, perfectly keeping the covenant promises the Lord has made. And the Abraham covenant is what we've looked at today. Next, we're going to look at the Moses covenant that the Lord made with the children of Israel in Mount Sinai. Oh, listen, this teaching is so powerful and so exciting and, and so does impact all of us today. And then the David covenant, the David covenant, that the Lord, our Lord Jesus, Messiah Yeshua is the son of David. And, and I'm going to share with you how that's been diminished and, and where the, uh, the church uh, centuries ago kind of jumped off the tracks with Messiah Jesus being the son of David. And, and you're going to see that not only in the Old Testament, but in the, in the New Testament scriptures very clearly and vividly. And then the greatest covenant of them all, the new covenant, the new covenant. And the events that are taking place all around us today are because of these covenants and the Lord's prophetic plans and scriptures leaping off the pages, leaping off the pages. And so instead of looking around going, oh, everything's falling apart, which would be really easy to do today, you will know now everything's coming together. Everything's coming together. And before our Savior Jesus returns to this earth, he's going to catch us up to that place he's been preparing for us. That's his promise. Anyone that tells you that he's not is saying that Jesus the Lord is a liar because he promises that he's gone to prepare a place for us, John 14, 1 through 3, and that he's going to come and take us back to that place. And he's not a man that he should lie. He's the God-man, the only begotten Son of God, the Son of David, Messiah, Jesus. So as much as you can, stay with me on the program in the weeks and months to come. This series will tremendously bless you and prepare you and equip you for these times. And, and, and uh, we're going to go into Bible prophecy, of course, after going through the covenants I mentioned a moment ago. But, but now I want to focus on anyone who's watching today and, and you couldn't honestly say, I know that I'm in covenant with the Lord. Well, I believe in God. I, you know, you talk to people everywhere. Um, and, and, and many say, I'm born again. 70% of those who say they're born again in America say there are other ways to God other than Jesus the Lord. So they're obviously not born again. Why? They don't believe 
in the same Messiah Jesus who said, I am the way, the truth, and life. There's no way to God except through me. The only way you can come into covenant with God, which is the only way to be saved, is through these covenant promises, is to believe in Messiah Jesus, whom our Father in heaven has sent. Oh, that, that they would believe in you, the one true God, the Father, and Messiah Jesus, God the Son, whom you have sent. Yes, have you believed in him? Have you been saved? Have you received Jesus the Lord to forgive you of your sins? Is he your Savior? Is he your Lord? Well, what do I need to do to be saved? You need to repent of your sins. You need to realize that your sins, your thinking, speaking, and living that has been against the Lord in any way and against others is the reason Jesus the Lord came from heaven to be born into this earth with no sin. You see, your father and my father were sinners and gave us this terminal disease called sin. We're, we're not sinners because we sin. We sin because we're sinners. We have this terminal disease that's killing us all. Do you know anyone who's not dying? Every day after a baby's born, they're a day closer to death because we're dying because of this terminal disease called sin. But for those in the generation of the rapture who are caught up on this side of the grave, but for that one exception, 10 out of 10 die. Yes, and it's because of our sin. But, and this is why the virgin birth is so important. You know, I used to think the virgin birth was kind of hokey. I didn't know what it meant until I got saved. Boy, am I happy now that my father was a sinner, but the father of Jesus isn't. He's God the Father. So you have a man born into this earth. As sin travels through the male, the fathers, to the children, where do you see that in the Bible? Through one man, sin entered the world, and death through sin, and death spread to all men for all have sinned. Romans chapter 5. I believe it's verse 12. And so, do you believe that Jesus the Lord lived a sinless life, and he died on the cross, and that those animal sacrifices we spoke, I spoke of a while ago point to this sinless Savior whose blood trickled down that cross to pay for every time we have broken God's laws that we've sinned. He was buried and, oh, hallelujah, on the third day, he rose from the grave. It's hard for me to stay in my chair when I say that. Cry out to him now. Oh, Jesus, Lord, save me. I want to turn away from my old wife and receive you as Savior and Lord. And if you'll do that, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Begin to follow him today. There's information at the bottom of your screen contact us. We want to send you some free literature to help you begin your new life in Christ Jesus, Messiah Yeshua. Yes? Oh, please contact us and get that brochure. And for everyone who's watching, remember to watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. 
we are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth To take back and restore what belongs